Well, hey guys, it's Bill Santos, uh, EMP Oakville, back with another Job Placement Tips podcast. It's been a long time since we came together and uh, finally got around to putting out another one of these, you know. Over the last number of months, we've been extremely busy. Uh, We moved all our workshops on Zoom and uh, I'm really thankful for the support that folks have given us and... um, and uh, I, you know, I think from our end, we've been able to uh, bring some uh, skills development to many organizations. And, uh, you know, through the course of that, we realized that there were some areas that we, you know, that probably needed some more development. And one of those areas is um, I designed a program specifically for those that are leading out in the job development process, right? The managers, the directors, the supervisors that are leading out a job placement team to help them better understand what that all involves. Because, I mean, their role is really very, you know, very important because, you know, not only do they have to help develop the plan, they have to, you know, have staff focused on the desired outcomes. They have to be motivating the staff to, you know, to see the plan through, make adjustments when things are not going the way we would like. And so um, many folks come to that without real formal training in leading a job placement team because there isn't much, if any, out there. And so we came up with this uh, six-hour program called Leading the Job Development Process. And, um, you know, the response and the feedback has been quite positive. We, you know, we really demystify the job placement process. We, we break it down into its most basic steps so that someone that is leading out, you know, literally has a recipe in front of them as to how to build a marketing plan. It's just, you know, we take uh, the three main activities. They are, you know, contacting employers, meeting with employers, and then obtaining the placement. We call it contact, you know, contact appointment and placement. And within those three steps, we break down each one of those steps into, you know, seven, eight, nine activities that help define that step. And each activity is defined by a question. And so it just gives you a very nice roadmap that you can begin to, you can sit down with your staff with what we call this planner and, um, you know, start with contacting employers and, you know, ask the first question and then the second question. And as you answer those questions, you build your plan as to how you're going to contact your employers. And then when it comes with meeting with employers, you have, again, you know, a series of questions, nine or so questions. You ask the question and as you answer the questions, you build your plan. It's a really, a, it's a really powerful tool. It takes all of the mystery out of what is involved in job placement, breaks it right down. And so, I would encourage you to consider that. Now, one of the things that we've added in there sort of as an appendix, which um, something that I you know, was exposed to a number of years ago that's been extremely helpful for me, is um, the idea of uh, looking at individuals' ability and motivation around different tasks. You know, Peter, Peter Drucker once said, you know, management is doing things right. Leadership is doing the right things. And Everyone conceptually understands that, but the difference between uh, a manager and a leader is quite significant, right? And maybe within job placement, that's one of the areas that becomes that, that difference becomes most pronounced because as I said earlier, for most managers in job placement, 
it's not it's not an area of a lot of knowledge and not a lot of comfort. And so, you know, you're asked to lead out in this area. This can be a real challenge. And so, let me give you something that you know has helped me, and maybe it can help uh, help you. Is that what I found is that one of the keys, one of the key assets of a leader is your ability to adapt your leadership style to whatever situation is at hand. That means sometimes as a leader, you're going to have to be more directive, but other times you're going to have to be more of a consensus builder, right? Now, conceptually, again, you know, that makes sense, right? Not every situation we find ourselves in requires that, you know, the same type of leadership style. Great. But how do you adapt your style? Like, how do you know what what style to adopt? Well, the answer is, you look at ability and motivation. You see, when you determine the ability, or in other words, the skill level and the motivation, the desire of a particular staff member on a specific task, that will give you the insights you need to know which leadership style you need to adopt. So, you know, you think of it this way. You think of a very specific task. So let's say, calling employers, cold calling employers, very specific task, you know, and I've got this job developer here, you know, Bill. So as the leader, I would ask myself, what's Bill's ability level to make cold calls? Has he ever made cold calls before? Has he been successful in making cold calls before? So, if the staff member has completed the assigned task in the past, then it's safe to assume that they have a high level of ability. If they've performed the task in the past, but they've never done it successfully, then maybe their, their ability level is, would be assessed at a moderate level. And if they've never performed this task, then it would be safe to assume that their ability level is low. You with me? So three levels of ability, high, moderate, and low. Well, how about their level of motivation? In other words, their willingness to make cold calls, their desire, right? Remember, we're staying around a specific task. So if there is a, you know, if if the staff member demonstrates a willingness, a desire to complete this, we would say, okay, then they have a high level of motivation, If there is some reluctance to do it, then that would be moderate. And if the staff person simply refuses to make cold calls, then we would say that that would be a low level of motivation. So each staff person would be assessed around each specific task on ability and motivation by you and by them. So not only as the leader would you say, hey, you know, hey, Bill, here's how I assess you on, you know, the task of making cold calls. I think you have a high ability, but you have moderate, um, you know, motivation. And we would ask the, the actual job developer, in this case, Bill, to do the same assessment. So how do you assess yourself in terms of ability uh, to do cold calls and your motivation to make the cold calls, Right. And so that's a real kind that facilitates a really interesting discussion. So based then on what that blend is of ability and motivation, the leader now can adopt the appropriate leadership style. And there are three leadership styles. 
an instructing style, right? That's used in situations where the ability or the motivation level is low. You have a collaborating style, which is used in situations where the motivation level is moderate or ability level is moderate. And you have the delegating style, which is used in situations where the ability or the motivation is high. So on each task, the leader adopts one style for ability and one style for motivation. So if, you know, Bill, the staff person on the task of cold calling has high ability, then I'm going to take on a delegating leadership style for ability. In other words, I just have to tell Bill, here's, you know, I need you to make cold calls and maybe give him a target. I'm not going to have to teach him how to do it. Why? Because he's done it before. He has a high level of ability. He's done it successfully. But if his motivation to do it is moderate, then I will take a collaborating style on his motivation, right? So rather than instructing the staff person on how to make calls, here as the leader, I would work alongside them right, to help them have a successful experience in cold calling, right, you know, either by helping them develop new skills or, you know, doing it together and so that they become, they gain some motivation as, you know, they are able to secure appointments with employers, right? And so I'm using one style for ability and a different style for motivation. And, I'll tell you, this for me has been one of the most practical leadership tools that I have come across. Now, I, I just, you know, sort of went over the top of it here very, very quickly. But I'd be happy to send you more information on this. And better yet would be for you to enroll in our workshop called Leading the Employment Outcomes Process. It's a wonderful, wonderful workshop. But email me at Info at empoakville.com, info at empoakville.com, and we'll get that out to you. Hey, stay safe. We'll be in touch next time. Take care. Bye-bye.